You are listening to The Gateway Church, located in Ferrisburg, Michigan. You can learn more about us by visiting thegateway.church or like and follow us on Facebook, where you can watch full services, keep up with all that is going on, and get connected. If you would, turn with me if you have your Bibles present, you version on your phones. We have it up on the screen if you don't have any mobile device or Bible. Um, and if you don't have a Bible, we can fix that actually in the lobby at our Connection Center. You can get a free copy of God's Word. But we're going to turn to Mark chapter 6. We've been going um, through the book of Mark. Um, for those that have been coming in the past, right, past couple weeks or past couple months, um, we're in the book of Mark. And so I'm going to um, just a little bit, just skip forward just a little bit. I know we're not there yet, but I felt like this passage of scripture in Mark 6, so verses 30 through 44, um, it might be headmarked as Jesus uh, feeds the 5,000 or Jesus feeds the multitudes, and so if you can get there, and while you get there, um, I just want to explain that that this story we're about to, to listen to, um, to read, to really dive into, um, we've, we've heard it before. Yes, wouldn't you agree? Show of hands. How many of you heard this story uh, before? Um, yeah, awesome. Okay, yeah, put your hands, because we, we hear this whether we're in uh, Sunday school, right, as a young youngster, toddler, all the way up through our adolescence, even our adult stage of life. We, we hear the story of all these miracles, all these things that Jesus has done, um, and, and one of these is, is this feeding of the multitudes, how he takes um, just a little bit and, and multiplies it for for a lot. And so we're going to dive in and hopefully bear with me. I'm, I'm trying to work on my, my reading skills. Again, I've, I've prefaced, prefaced this in messages before that I've been reading stories with my, my oldest, Evelyn, three-year-old, before we go to bed. So I'm getting there. So if, if I'm, I'm kind of stuttering or uh, a little choppy, again, bear with me. But we're going to pick it up here in verse 30. It says, the apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. Then, because so many people were coming and going that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. And so they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. But many who saw them leaving recognized them and ran on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. And when Jesus landed, he saw a large crowd and he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And so we began teaching them many things. And by this time, it was late in the day, so his disciples came to him, saying, This is a remote place, and it's already very late. Send the people away so that they can go to the surrounding countryside and villages by themselves uh, and get themselves something to eat. But he answered, You give them something to eat. And they said to him, That would take more than half a year's wage. Are we to go and spend that much on bread and give it to them to eat? How many loaves do you have? He asked. Go and see. And when they found out, they said, five and two fish. And then Jesus directed them to have all the people sit down in groups on the green grass. And so they sat down in groups of hundreds and and, and fifties. and, And taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to the disciples to distribute to the people. He also divided the two fish among them all, and, and, and they ate all of it, and they were, and they were satisfied. And, and the disciples picked up 12 basketfuls of broken pieces of bread and fish. In verse number 44, the number of the men who had eaten was 5,000. And so, you, you, again, you've heard the story. We, we just read it, and just it's, if you even close your eyes and can imagine, I don't have the best imagination, but 
I try my hardest. And so when I close my eyes and I read this story, I'm, I'm envisioning, man, there's just this, this group of, of, of 12 dudes, right, um, coming up to Jesus and saying, man, this is all we've done. Because by this time, they've, they've, they're living with Jesus, right? They're doing life with Jesus. They give them everything they had to be with Jesus. And Jesus embraces them and says, hey, let's, let, let's, let's just get away. Come on, let's, let's just find some rest. And, and I love that about Jesus because that, that's who he is. Like you get caught up in life in this world and, and just the hustle and bustle and keeping up with the Joneses and what's on the next and schedule and schedule. And I got the 8 a.m., then the 10.30 a.m., and then all the way to 1.30 p.m., and you're trying to keep up. And it's hard day in and day out. And this is the thing. Jesus said, just come, come, come with me. Can we just get alone? And I just, let's just find some rest. Rest in me. And, and so it's a beautiful scene, and they go on a boat, and they're, they're here, right? And, and Jesus is always on the move, too. If you read any of the scriptures, he's, he's constantly moving because that's, again, who our God is. He's a constantly moving God. He's always on the move. He's always working. He's always behind the scenes. Even when you can't see, even when you can't feel it, he is moving. And so he's here. He's like, hey, let, let, let's go over there. And so they get in a boat, and they, and they go from here to there. And, and all the while, people are like, hey, 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 Fred, hey, that's Jesus. Come on, let's go. Let's get over there. Hey, Jebediah, right? The, the, the weird names from back in the day, or I, I don't know, you make them up. That, that's Jesus. Come on, let's go. And they beat him, right? They run over. Then That's my running. I'm not going to run on the platform, you know what I mean? I don't have a lot of real estate. So um, they're running, and. And they beat them to where the scripture says they beat them to where they're going. And so they might have rested maybe a little bit on the boat. I don't know the scripture. The text doesn't say that. But it says this. They roll up and, and Jesus sees the multitudes, right? Just a sea of people, right? They're on the sea, but now they get off and now they're another sea. You know what I mean? Just a, thousands of people. Like, what? what? I'm sure the disciples are like, oh. What's going on? And you see the text, Jesus is like, he has compassion, he's moved. And throughout the text, you always, whenever he sees something, before he just acts, before he even speaks, something happens internally in his heart. And he has compassion, and he's moved, and he even says they're like sheep without a shepherd. And, and so God, G Jesus is the good shepherd, and now, I don't know where you're at in this place today. I don't know if you even believe in God or this Jesus or even the Holy Spirit. But, but I assure you that throughout the time we have, and we don't have much time, and I'm going to try and get through this as, as quick as I can. And, and then the, the, the youth team's going to come up here, and we're going to sing a song, and it's, it's going to be amazing. It, it truly is. But wherever you're at, I encourage you to, to man, just really open up your, your mind and, and, and your heart to this. And it's not just some you know, C.S. Lewis book that you put on the shelf after reading once. Mm, let's be honest, you read halfway and you kind of give up and you put it on the shelf and you wait for the movie to come out, you know what I mean? And it collects dust and that, that's not what this is. This is a daily word. Give us this day our daily bread. And so they're with the bread of life. They're with Jesus and, and they see the, the large crowd of people and, and he has compassion on them. And the disciples, they're in this spot where, man, I don't, and, and they're hungry, right? It even said that they, they didn't even have time to eat, really. 
Again, they might have had, I don't know which disciple it would be. Maybe they pe- packing snacks. I don't know. You know, I don't know, fruit roll up. I don't, I don't know. But uh, they didn't even eat. And, and so when there's a place of hunger, hunger sets in. And Jesus is teaching and teaching and teaching and teaching. And by the time they're like, Jesus, man, it's getting late. This is a desolate place. There's nothing really around. Let's just send them. Jesus, send them away so that they can find some food. You know what I mean? You ever been in that place where something's not going the way you want it to go, and you kind of just, you have one of these things where you tell Jesus, you tell God what to do? Is that just me? That might just me be then. But um, you just, nothing's going the way you wanted. You anticipate, you thought it was going to be one thing, but then it becomes another thing, and you're like, God, you said, I need you to do this for me. I need an increase in my salary, Lord Jesus. I need things to be better in my marriage. I just need it, Lord, do it. And we, we, we kind of have the tendency to tell God what to do, and that's, and that's why we're the creation, not the creator, right? We're, we're humanity. We have faults. And so you see that in the disciples. And I love disciples. I know a lot of them get... A lot of, you know, they get ragged on, right, especially Peter, you know what I mean? They get ragged on, but, uh, man, I love them. And they, and they say, hey, why don't you do this? And they say, uh, you know, hey, send them away, Jesus. And Jesus says, no, why, why don't you do it? What? Like, think about it. Close your eyes. And this is how I imagine things. I don't know. I don't know if I'm weird or I don't. But it's like, well, I don't. You want us to get? Do you see what these people? Do you see that there's 5,000 men? Do you see that some of them have wives and kids? You want us to feed them? We, I don't, I don't, I don't, we don't, we don't have it. I don't, we, we don't have it. And have you ever been in that moment where you're just, you're just like, I don't, I don't have it, Jesus, I don't. And usually the, the sentence that precedes that is, I can't do it. I can't do it, so therefore I, I don't I don't have it. I can't do it because I I I don't have it. And so they're telling Jesus what to do, and Jesus is like, hey, no, 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 you do it. And it's the human condition. I don't I don't have it. And so we're at in this place, maybe I can't, I can't be the mom that all these other moms on Instagram look like. I can't do it because I don't have it. It being patience. I can't do it because I don't have it. And I see all these kids, and it's picture perfect, and, I don't, and I'm looking around, and my kids are screaming. They're running around. I don't know what they're doing over there. Are they fighting? Or are they slapping each other? I don't know. Did someone just bite the other kids? I don't even know. I can't do it. I don't have the patience. I don't have it. And I don't have the money. Like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't, I can't get to the next place in my career because I don't, I don't, I don't have it. I don't have the money. I don't have the finances. I can't, they're all in disarray right now. I can't even, I can't get to college. There's no way I can't, I can't do it. Higher education. I don't have it. My parents didn't have it. I would be the only one, the first one to ever go to a community college, let alone a four-year university. Like I don't, I can't because I don't have it. And here's the deal this morning. Like, I truly believe in the words of the scripture. I truly believe that God is always talking. But here's the thing about God when He speaks, the enemy is right there speaking. Do you know that? 
The scripture says in John 10, 10, that the enemy comes like a thief to steal, kill, and destroy. That's not, that's the Bible. He comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. And here's the thing. He doesn't always have to destroy. You're like, what? I don't, what? All he has to do is distract. If he can distract you. I'm serious. And what is he best known for distracting us by? Thoughts. He speaks. God's saying, I love you. You're gifted. You're talented. Keep doing this. Keep working on it. You have it. I love you. I'm there for you. I will never leave you. And the enemy's like, you don't got it. What are you thinking? Just give up. Don't even try. Your parents couldn't even do that. Right. And so he'll distract you. He'll distract you. And, and here's the good news, though. The enemy is a liar. Come on, y'all. The enemy is a liar. The enemy has no authority. The enemy has been defeated. And so maybe, maybe it's not that you don't have it. Maybe it's that you haven't discovered it yet. That's my first point. Discover. Maybe it's not that, man, I, I, I can't because I don't. And I don't because I don't, I don't have it. Maybe you do. You just, it's there. You just haven't discovered it yet. Let me up it again. Maybe you haven't allowed God to partner with you, to partner with you to discover it, to reveal it to you. Disciples say, hey, we, we don't have it. And some of you might be here, we discovered it. I'll prove it to you. So Jesus says, hey, you feed them. And they say, well, we don't, we don't have it. We don't got it. Another translation I was looking at, the passion says, with, with, with what? <laughs> with what? We ain't got it. And so Jesus says, how much bread you got? Go and find out. Go and discover it. It's funny because they're having this conversation with the bread of life. Like, they actually have bread. It's the bread of life. It's right by there. And, but they're, they're fixated on this, this bread, this tangible bread that comes and goes. And they're like, oh, man, now we have to, do we even have to spend a half year's, year and a half's wage uh, bread? Do we have to take some bread to buy the bread because we don't realize that we have the bread? And but, a lot of bread, a lot of movement. You see what I'm saying? And so he says, go and find out and come back. And they come back, you know, okay. I can't imagine what, you know, what they're doing if they're taking it serious and they're like, hey, you got some bread. Hey, what, what do you got? I can't. What do, you, what do you got? What do you got? You know, it's like, I got a little vegetable. Get out of it. We don't want bread. We want bread. We don't want vegetables. Get out. What, what do you have? Or it's like, oh, no, I'm serious. But it's like, but then it's, you know, maybe, maybe they're kind of like, hey, do you, do you have some bread? Like, do you, maybe they're a little embarrassed. I don't know. Again, the text doesn't say, but. But all it does say, what it does says is they come back and they say five, two fish, right? That's not much. That's not a lot. You know, Matthew, come, show them what they, show them what they got. Five, two, 
and two fish. It's, it's not a lot. And that's the thing. Once you, it's the human condition to say that I can't because I don't. But once you actually go searching and you discover it, I can't play, I can't play drums. Well, actually, I can dabble a little bit. You know, I can keep a beat, and I can't really speak. Well, a little bit. You know, I, I took a couple speech classes, and I just haven't. Once you discover it, it shifts. Look at this shift. Look at the text. It goes from I, I don't have to, well, I have some, I have a little bit, but it's not much, but it's not much. And so what is our tendency to dismiss it? Yeah, I know I do. Come on, I'm not preaching this morning. I'm preaching myself. Like, we don't have it, but then, oh, we, we have something. Ah, Lord, but it's, it's not enough. It's not enough. It's, it's not enough. It's, man, it's lacking. We're lacking. It's, it's not enough. It's, it's not going to be good enough. It's, Lord, it's insufficient. I don't, it's, it doesn't add up. It doesn't, it's not going to work. There's, there's a deficit. You hear that word? It's a deficit, and, and so I, I have this, 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 this idea that, man, what if the deficit is just an actuality? In all reality, the deficit is just an opportunity for the divine. You ever think about that? That actually what you lack is just a setup for what's about to happen? Have you ever thought about that? That, man, I'm not, I don't have enough patience. Okay, so I, I, I do have some patience and whatever, so I, I really think I could, I, I could be a, this, this great mom, and, uh, but it's not enough, and, 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 and I do have a little bit, I do have a little bit of, of money saved, but I, it's nothing to really build upon, and there's no way I can. There's a deficit. But think about our God, Jesus, is that he'll take whatever you have, Whatever it is, no matter how big, how small, he'll take it. And once you give it to him, once you place it into the Father's hands and you release it, and it's scary, yo. It's, it's really scary. I get that. But once you release it and place it into his hands, he's going to multiply it. He's going to bless you. He's going to see that obedience. He's going to see the fear. He gets that. But he's going to see the obedience. And so when you give that to the Father, wherever you're at right now, whatever your it is, I don't have it well. I have some, but it's not enough. Whatever it is, I encourage you this morning to give it to the Father. You put it in the Father's hand. He's going to multiply it. He's going to use it. He's going to bless you. He's going to bless others. He's going to make his name known. Amen? This is good. This is good, right? This is, and so, developing. He's developing. That's the second. So you got to discover and develop. You place it in the Father's hand. He's going to take He's going to develop it. All right. I got you. Thank you. That's all I needed. You don't think it's a lie, but man, that's all I needed. And he's going to develop it. He's going to work it. Because that's the thing. In the text, an exchange was made. Don't you see that? You look back and you scroll. It says Jesus takes it. In other words, they present it, they place it, Jesus then takes it. He doesn't dismiss it. 
Some of you are in this place and you're thinking, man, I don't have enough. Why even bother? Why even go to Jesus and place it at his feet? No, 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 no. The text says you can do that anytime, anywhere, anytime. Go to him, place it, and he's going to receive it and accept it. And he's going to develop it. Watch him work. If you show up, God's going to show out. It's going to happen. And so he develops it, he develops it. He, he takes the five loaves and the two fish and, he, and he's working and it's, he says he lifts and he, he blesses the, the heavenly father and, and breaks it and he multiplies it and he, and he grows it and he does, he does more with it. Check this out. He does more with it than we ever thought possible. Ephesians 3.20, now to him who is able to do immeasurably more then all we ask or imagine, come on, you know this verse, according to his power that has at work within us. It's within us. It's when us. So when we discover within us our giftings, our talents, our abilities, the things we're able to do, I don't have it. No, actually, I have some. Well, it's not enough. Well, here you go. He works it all together. He does immeasurably more than what you ever thought. Or imagined. So worship team, if you wanted to head up here and get ready, and, and I'm coming to a close. And, and so we see this, again, we see this, there's this beautiful scene where an exchange is made and Jesus takes the, the bread and, and the fish and he multiplies it so much more that, hey, there's little bits and pieces enough for 12 baskets. What do you know? And he uses it for his good, for his glory. But it doesn't stop there, and that's the deploy. Discover, develop, deploy. They came to him, meaning they left wherever they were at. Thus, once all the teaching is over with, when not everybody is fed, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to get back up. After having this encounter with Jesus, learning from Jesus, eating with Jesus, knowing who Jesus is, they're going to go back. They're going to go back. They're going to be deployed. And they're going to be telling everyone about him. And so I hope and I pray that this morning, wherever you're at, whatever your it is, that you really utilize this time. We're going to enter into a time where we worship. They're going to lead us. 5,000 were fed. 5,000 were deployed. And wherever you're at, maybe you haven't discovered it yet. Or maybe you have, but you're in that area where it's, it's not enough. It's not enough. I, I don't have it. I don't have it. Well, I do, but it's, it's very minimal. Whatever that is for you. I like to think of, a, we live lives in seasons, yes? Yeah? Or is it just me? Okay, we do. All right. A little interaction. It's okay. Um, I'm not going to bite you. Um, and so, bite? Why did I say that? So, but we, leave, we live in seasons. And the season that comes to my mind when you, maybe when you've discovered, and, but maybe when you're lacking, 
I don't have enough. We, we tend to say that during a drought. Yeah. The drought's coming. And maybe it's, and we can see it. And so we save and we save. And, and then we're in it. We're just like in the thick of it. And we're rationing whatever we have left. And it's getting down to, man, I don't have, God, what? I don't have a lot. What's going on? But I'm telling you, when you place it in his hands, and worship team, you can start. You guys good? Okay. I encourage you this morning to, to seek him wherever you're at in this place. Jesus, Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We thank you. Thank you, Lord. Right now in this moment, church, if we could do this, we could have eyes closed, heads bowed. If you are in this room, there's two groups I want to pray for quick. And the first group is, man, maybe you don't even know who this Jesus is. Cool story, Pastor Bruce, but I don't have a relationship with him. But I think I'm willing to accept that opportunity and to start a relationship with him this morning. If that's you, again, no one's looking around on the counter. I'm just going to ask you to slip up your hand and put it right back down. And we're not going to embarrass you, but I'm telling you, the best decision you could possibly make is to have a relationship with this God, with this with this son named Jesus. So on the count of three, if that's you, you're in this place. One, two, three. Yep, I see the hand. Yep. I'm gonna keep a couple more seconds going for those. Come on, you do not have a relationship. Maybe you've walked away and you're back this morning. Again, you don't know why you're here. Someone might have brought you. You didn't even want to come. But, man, maybe you're saying to yourself, Lord, I need to come back to you. Again, if you're in this place, just slip up your hand. One, two, and three. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. The second group, again, eyes are still closed, head or bowed. But if you're in this room and you're saying, Pastor Bruce, you're right. You're right, I, I say to myself, I can't because I don't have, I haven't discovered it yet. Or maybe you're in a room, you discovered it, but man, you, you're in a place where, man, it's not enough. It's never enough. If you're in this place this morning, I want to pray over you and with you. And so again, on the count of three, if you wanted to slip your hands up, just quick. No one's looking around. Again, eyes closed. No one's looking around. One, two, three. Yep. Yeah, come on. I'm going to keep waiting. You're in this place, Lord. I'm in, a dry, I'm in a dry season, Lord. I need a blessing from you. I need to know that what I have, though it is not enough, it's more than enough when I put it in your hands. Is there anybody out there? Show of hands. Lord, I'm going to pray right now over that group, Lord, that lifted their hands that are in a season right now. Lord, a season of discovery, a season of, man, it's not enough, but I'm going to work up the courage and the confidence and, and grow my faith to place it in your hand. I pray that you are with each and every one that raised their hands that and that didn't raise their hands this morning, Lord God, that you are speaking, you're communicating to them when the enemy is trying to slip in distractions and speak death, that you are speaking life, Lord, and that they would live this life to the fullest for the enemy comes like a thief to steal, kill, and destroy, but you come to give life and life to the fullest, Lord God. So I pray that over each and every one of us in this place, Lord. I pray that, Lord Jesus. 
for those of you that raised your hand and, and said, yes, I want to accept Christ. We're going to do this together. I'm going to ask that you uh, repeat a prayer after me. It's not the words of this prayer, but it's the belief in your heart. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you are saved. And so if you wouldn't mind repeating after me, dear Heavenly Father, there are things that I've done wrong, things that I'm not proud of, things that I need to make right. Lord, I come to you this morning believing that your son died on the cross for my sins and was resurrected on the third day to give me a life, to give me a relationship. Lord, I just pray that you continue to be with me and I will continue to follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, we had a couple hands shoot up. Can we give a round of applause? Come on. We're celebrating right now. Heaven's rejoicing right now. Come on. I love it. Let's go. Let's go. So, hey, if you if that was you, if you raise your hand, man, we want to connect with you. And while everyone is slipping out, um, man, if you could come forward to the stage. And so I'm going to say a quick prayer just before we leave. Can I do that? Come on. We're in the house of the Lord. Dear Lord, be with us as we leave, Lord Jesus. We love you, Lord, so much. Be, uh, man, ever present in our lives once we leave this place. Go before us, behind us, and all around us in your name. Amen. 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 Go in the grace of God. We'll see you back here next Sunday morning. Thank you for listening to this week's message from the Gateway Church. If you'd like to find out more about our church, such as service times, giving, and ways to get connected, visit us at thegateway.church.